Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 26 Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in faithfulness to you. I do not sit with the worthless, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the company of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord singing aloud a song of thanksgiving, and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the house in which you dwell, and the place where your glory abides. Do not sweep me away with sinners, nor my life with the bloodthirsty, those in whose hands are evil devices, and whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great congregation I will bless the Lord. Obadiah 10 through 16. For the slaughter and violence done to your brother Jacob, shame shall cover you, and you shall be cut off forever. On the day that you stood aside, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth, and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, you too were like one of them. But you should not have gloated over your brother on the days of his misfortune. You should not have rejoiced over the people of Judah on the day of their ruin. You should not have boasted on the days of distress. You should not have entered the gate of my people on the day of their calamity. You should not have joined in the gloating over Judah's disaster on the day of his calamity. You should not have looted his goods on the day of his calamity. You should not have stood at the crossings to cut off his fugitives. You should not have handed over his survivors on the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near again against all the nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your deeds shall return on your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, all the nations around you shall drink. They shall drink and gulp down, and shall be as though they had never been. Revelation chapter 8, verses 1 through 5. When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stood before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel with a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given a great quantity of incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar that is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Good morning and welcome to the 19th Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 26, Obadiah 1, and Revelation 8. Um, but the um, I have to apologize. I was 
doing so good. I was on a roll last week by actually recording every day of the week, and I've already missed one because I forgot to record the night before. Um, but Not Today was uh, from Al Bundy, or Not Today, Satan. Um, the One of the things that stood out to me um, was the Obadiah, the book of Obadiah, which um, you don't often see. Um, it's not... You know, it doesn't appear very often in the lectionary. It's just a single chapter, just like Philemon. Uh, it kind of, you know, struck me for a second. I had to think about it um, because of the way it's displayed. It just has verse. It doesn't have chapter. And that's because it's just a single chapter. Um, and it is uh, a harsh book uh, concerning the fall of Edom, uh, who was thought, a nation that was thought to um, descend from Esau who was Jacob's older twin, who was denied his birthright through trickery. And frankly, just it wasn't okay what Jacob did, um, but it happened. Um, and Esau uh, is the founding father of the Edomite people, or um, uh, just Edom for short. Um, and they gloat over their their... They're relatives. They're related through um, uh, Jay, uh, uh, my goodness, uh, Isaac and Leah, Rebecca, <laughs> um, and so uh, the prophet Obadiah is telling, is castigating them for you know gloating as uh, their their own people uh, fall into exile and oppression. Um, and the other thing that made me, uh, that kind of stood out to me about Obadiah, not necessarily about the book, um, but the the name means servant of God, which is really special to me. Uh, I was reading John Milton's Paradise Lost as I was going through my application uh, to be recognized as a non-combatant conscientious objector. And one of the central, well, not really central, it's actually a minor character, but a lot of people believe that John Milton saw himself in this character, whose name is Abdiel. Uh, And Abdiel is uh, an angel who falls with the third of heaven and war against Michael and against God. Um, And they fall and are thrown down into hell. And um, Lucifer hatches a plan to make Hell, the new heaven, better to serve, to rule in hell than to serve in heaven, comes from Milton's Paradise Lost. And Abdiel thinks that's not such a great idea. They've just been defeated, and better to walk back home with your tail between your legs than to live on the street forever kind of mentality. And he's ridiculed, he's uh, kind of heckled as he leaves hell, flies across the great abyss back to heaven, and a, a golden cloud tells him, welcomes him back to heaven and and says, you know, you've done a good thing. Uh, Your words were even stronger than their uh, swords and arrows. And all you wanted to do was stand approved inside of God, even though everybody else thought you were an idiot. Um, And that's hence the name, Servant of God, Abed-El. And Obadiah is an alternative version of the same uh, meaning. There were two... Uh, theoph- two of the uh, main theophonic suffixes in 
and or prefixes in Jaw's term, were Jaw or Yah and El. So like Mike L, uh, Michael means who is like God. Well, Obadiah takes El and uses Yah instead, Abedyah, Obadiah, is the same as Abdiel. Um, Yah was the was the older, uh, well, I don't know if it's older. Yah comes from you know, Yahweh, or it's related to Yahweh. El was the name of uh, the God in Canaan when they came and took the land. And the Israelites just adopted that, and you know, it means God, and well, they know who God is, and there's one God, it's not the Canaan, Canaanite God. The plural form of El is Elohim, and Elohim is another name for God. So Obadiah is, I just realized this as I was reading uh, and, and researching, the reading this morning, Obadiah and Abdiel are two names that mean the same thing. Um, and Obadiah, I think, I don't know if there are any others besides Philemon that only has one chapter it's certainly the shortest in the Old Testament, um, and I, don't, I think Philemon is the only other one. Um, but Obadiah um, lived at a time, or is thought to have lived at a time, uh, when Israel and Judah, the, the north and the south, uh, the northern and southern kingdoms, were being carried off by their enemies. And Edom, who hadn't really been treated all that well by Israel and, and Judah, um, had you know a certain kind of had the right to you know maybe not gloat but like be relieved and and kind of feel a little bit good about themselves that they outlasted their their relatives but that isn't that doesn't make it okay in Obadiah's eyes um that you know you're still you're Abraham's descendants um you know the only thing keeping from it is you know you 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 uh uh, Israel descended from Jacob, um, and or Israel and Judah, and y'all descended from Esau. But like that's the point. Y'all are still family. There's never a you know purely defensible reason to gloat when someone you know and love is is hurt or um, you know oppressed. And so Obadiah has these really harsh words for um, the Edomites. Uh, and our New Testament reading um, it from Revelation carries similar kind of uh, warnings and, and foreboding reminders, um, you know, filled with thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Um, and that is, Revelation always kind of just fascinates me, not enough that I actually look into it, but enough, you know, to... <laughs> just kind of laugh at like the left behind series thinking like you know let's just let's just take it and run with it uh beetles with human faces uh beasts with like all these you know uh the feet of iron and knees of clay and stuff um and uh, sometimes the tendency is also to kind of take that same attitude and apply it to other you know areas of the bible you know, Obadiah, like this is all just made up. They're all just kind of patting their own, their backs, their own backs, and uh, you know, man created God. God didn't create man. Um, 
and it you know it's tempting especially with something so fantastical as revelation um but one of the things that i think um allows and encourages a more um literate biblical encounter is to remember the different the many different forms of literature within the bible um and to not make it all one you know uh, monolithic thing. Um, that's not what the Bible is. It never was. It wasn't to the, uh, the community that produced it, the earliest communities that made it canon. Um, it was something like uh, a mixtape. You know, if you were to ask someone 3,000 years ago, you know, uh, Job and uh, Numbers, uh, they'd say, yeah, those are, those are very different stories. Um, you know, canon, right, reliable, uh, authorized, um, but like to read them in the exact same way is just not going to do very much. Job is this wonderful parable, like a huge, long parable, and Numbers is a lot of lists and details and, you know, commandments and, to, you know, you'll just get bored out of your skull if you read Job and then Numbers. If you read Numbers and then Job, you'll think like... <laughs> Where the, how are these two related? Um, but uh, sometimes it helps to take a step back and see the see the the forest for the trees uh, to recognize how these this one thing fits within a you know not only is made up of many things but also fits within this wider world. Um, you know, I I always think of of Paradise Lost because it was this it was just reading it at that particular time um, feeling real good about myself for reading like a classic it's English so it's not kind of sort of is or is not I don't know um, but we have to always take a step back and recognize not only within the Bible how diverse it is but also the diversity within which the Bible exists and the plurality and the diversity in which um, not just within Christianity, but or, or I'm sorry, not just between Christianity and the non-Christian world, but within Christianity. Um, for many people, the Left Behind series was deeply formative, and I don't doubt that there are people who f- feel that's you know second only to to the Bible itself, um, and to uh, reserve withhold judgment long enough. Um, to understand that we are related, that we are not so different, um, they and us, um, uh, that rather than making us and them, to remember that there really only is an us, um, and it's it's you know difficult and sometimes not fun to remember that there's more that we have in common. Uh, than what we have in difference. A prayer for all sorts and conditions of people from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all humanity, we humbly beseech you for all sorts and conditions of people that you would be pleased to make your ways known to them, your saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for the Holy Church Universal, that it may be so guided and governed by your good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians 
may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to your fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, that it may please you to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a, a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.